Welcome back to Making the Madness podcast. Uh, today we are going to be discussing the East region uh, and making our picks for who is going to come out of that. Uh, if you've listened before, we just go round by round. We're going to see who's going to come out of the East. Uh, and of course, we do pick the playing games because those are real games. Uh, some people don't. Some brackets don't have you pick that. We are we're going to pick it. So uh, let's get started here. 16 seed. It is going to be Mount St. Mary's against Texas Southern. Who do you have winning? I'm going to go with Texas Southern here. I like what they've done uh, there in the SWAC. You have Galen Alexander, former Georgetown player. Then you have Michael Weathers, who can certainly play. I do like this Texas Southern team to win this one, but don't sleep on Mount St. Mary's. Damon uh, Sean Kui, he's a very talented player. He's only 5'10", but he can really score and pass the ball at a high level. But I'm going to go with Texas Southern. Yeah, I'm going to go with Mount St. Mary's. It always seems like they're in this game. It always seems like they win this game uh, more times than not. So I'm going to go with them. Uh, Sean Kui, as you mentioned, superstar. At five Great name, by the way. I love that. Great name. So give me Mount St. Mary's to advance uh, to play Michigan. Next up, we've got uh, Michigan State against U- UCLA in the 11 seed matchup. I'm going to go with UCLA. I don't trust Michigan State. I like Tiger Campbell. He's the best guard on the floor. He will outplay Rocket Watson, uh, A.J. Hogard, whoever they want to roll out there. Where Michigan State has the advantage, though, is can Aaron Henry just take over the game? I think he could, but top to bottom, I like UCLA. I like Johnny Juzang. I like Jaime Hawkins. Give me the Bruins. I'm going to go with Michigan State here. Uh, you know, With this team, Aaron Henry's certainly taking a step forward. They are playing really good basketball recently. Uh, they beat Michigan just a little while ago, so, you know, and Illinois and Ohio State all within like a two-week stretch. So they're playing good basketball. I'm going to go with the Spartans. All right, and that sets us up with the 116 matchup. Uh, you've got Michigan-Texas Southern. I've got Michigan versus Mount St. Mary's. Do you like Michigan? Of course I like Michigan. I'm sure if uh, any angry Michigan fans are listening to this, I'm, I'm not going to pick you uh, losing to a 16. I'm going with Michigan here. Obviously, Isaiah Livers not being there is a different makes us a different team, but I'm going to go ahead and take Michigan. All right, then we've got the 8-9 matchup. LSU, who is a little bit underseeded, but against St. Bonaventure, who is properly seeded. Who do you like in this one? Yeah, this is a game I'm really excited to watch. I mean, with LSU, you have uh, Cameron Thomas, who he's going to shoot it, whether he's making it or not. He's shooting it 30 times, and he's either going to have 40 points or he's going to have five points. It's tough to tell. But you have Javante Smart, who's a very strong, uh, very, very strong player, some might say. And then you look at Darius Days, who's your ultimate pick-and-pop big man. But top to bottom to me, I just like what St. Bonaventure does more. They have a better coach in Mark Schmidt. You have Kyle Lofton, who could have easily been the conference player of the year. And then you have Osun Oshunahi, who is locked down inside. He has a foot eight wingspan. He's fantastic. And then you have your two-shooter with Dom Welch and Jaron Holmes. I think that the Bonnies win this one. I'm going to go with the Bonnies as well. Look, I think... LSU, they played a fantastic championship in the SEC tournament. Uh, 
they ultimately didn't win, but you know, I think they are due for a letdown spot. Uh, and usually, what happens, you get to see a lot with teams. They'll play really well. They'll you know either win or come close to winning, uh, and then the next game comes and it's like you go back to reality. You tough matchup, uh, evenly seated teams, and you lose because you overlook your opponent. I'm going to go with St. Bonaventure, not to be overlooked. They are legit, and A10 teams are already you know very good against LSU. Uh, that should continue. Give me the Bonnies. Then we've got five seed Colorado against twelve seed Georgetown. Who do you like in this one? I'm going with Colorado. I know it's a trendy pick to go with Georgetown. Look, the story of what Georgetown's been able to do to make the NCAA tournament uh, after looking like a disaster all season is such a remarkable story. I just don't see them winning a tournament game here. I think McKinley Wright is motivated. He wants to win a game. He doesn't want his career to be over. He's going to need help from guys like Deshaun Schwartz, Maddox Daniels, Dallas Walton, and Evan Batty. And, of course, Jariah Horn, who I think is one of the best shooters in the country. But unless Javon Blair and Dante Harris can combine for, like, 40, I don't think Georgetown's going to win. But maybe uh, Cutis Wahab takes over. We'll see. But I think top to bottom, give me Colorado. I'm going to go with Georgetown uh, in the upset pick here. I, I think Cutis Wahab will take over down low. Uh, I think he'll probably get about 15, close to 10. I think he's you know just a better player than Evan Batty. No disrespect to Evan Batty. But Wahab is a superstar. Uh, and I think the guards can kind of like plug and play their roles. Uh, good enough to kind of make up for that advantage they'll have inside. So give me Georgetown in the upset. All right, then we've got Florida State versus UNC Greensboro. UNC Greensboro, you know, I think they got a bad matchup here, but do you like them to pull off the upset? I like UNCG as a team. Obviously, you have Isaiah Miller as a baller, and then you have guys like Hayden Koval, Angelo Allegri, Keyshawn Langley. There's a lot on this team I like, but this is just such a terrible matchup for them. I don't see a way they can really win this one. They, just facing a Florida State team with the kind of size and athleticism that they have uh, will probably pose problems for UNC. Yeah, I think they – it's not really Florida State, you know, per I think it's Florida State that's the tough matchup just because you have that size advantage uh, with Florida State. They, you know, they're such a tough matchup for these kind of mid-major teams that are, you know, a little bit smaller at every position. Uh, Florida State just, you know, wins on that. So I'm going to go with Florida State. Uh, if UNC Greensboro was going against Virginia, maybe, you know, as, or Purdue or someone like that, I maybe could see them winning, but. I don't like them against Florida State. 100% agree. All right. Then we've got BYU versus the play-in. I've got Michigan State. You've got UCLA. Do you like UCLA to beat BYU? No, I don't. I think BYU wins as a sixth seed. I like a lot of players on this team. You look at Alex Barcelo, uh, first-team All-WCC player. And then you have a lot of good pieces around him. You have Matt Harms, a former Purdue player. You have Trevin Nell, who can hit threes. You have Spencer Johnson, who can hit threes. Uh, Brandon Averett, who runs a point. But I think the key for BYU is Gideon George. He's six foot six with a 7'2 wingspan. 
He can defend one through five. He's a fantastic defender. His offense can be kind of spotty at times, but he definitely has talent to score, just isn't always going down. But I think the way he can impact the game on defense will lead BYU to a victory here. I'm going to go with BYU as well. Uh, I just think they are you know, the better offensive team. Uh, you know, I think Matt Harms could have a big game in this one as well. Uh, they're just... I think a really good matchup for BYU to get Michigan State. Uh, so, yeah, give me the Cougars. Uh, Three-seed Texas against Abilene Christian is next. Yeah, I'm going with Texas. I mean, Abilene Christian, I do like the team. And if t- Texas doesn't come out early playing like they should and doesn't come out trying, they could certainly lose the game because of the defensive pressure that Coach Joe Goulding will put on them. But I think just top to bottom, the talent, the athleticism, I like Texas. But if Joe Pleasant, Colton Cole, and Clay Gaiman are able to score, I mean, that's a big issue for Abilene Christian. They don't score consistently enough. But I think Texas, you know, with their three guards, Ramey, Jones, and Coleman, and then their three big men, uh, four, I guess, if you want to count Cunningham. But you have Cunningham, Brown, Jones, and Jericho Sims. I just like that top seven way too much for me to have them lose in the first round. Yeah, I'm going to go with Texas as well. I think they'll it'll be one of those games where, like, I'll even say Abilene Christian will be leading at the half. Okay. Uh, I'll go with that. And then I just think late in the game, Texas will kind of, like, they'll figure out how to attack Abilene Christian a little bit offensively, uh, and they'll, they'll edge out the win here. Uh, I do think it you know, will stay within a single-digit you know, score, uh, but give me Texas to edge it out. Uh, which sets us up with 7-seed UConn against Maryland. Yeah, I'm going to go with UConn here. James Booknight's the best player on the floor. And, you know, I don't trust Maryland altogether. They've lost quite a few games. I don't like their defense consistently. They don't have enough big men. If Aaron Wiggins has a big game, if Eric Ayala has a big game, they can certainly win, but I like UConn. Yeah, I'm going to go with UConn as well. Uh, especially the way R.J. Cole is really, you know, playing within his own. Uh, James Booknight, of course, is going to do James Booknight things. So I like UConn to advance here, uh, setting us up with Alabama against Tricky Rick Pitino, who is back in the tournament, leading the Iona Gales past Siena, past the rest of the MAC teams. Uh, do you like them to get past Alabama? No, I don't. I mean, I think any Rick Pitino team could put up a fight. And this is a talented Iona team. There's a lot of players on on this team I like. You look at Nelly Jr. Joseph, who could be a future star in the MAC. You look at Isaiah Ross, who was a first-team guy in the MAC. He is a star already. Then Bear Jean-Louis, you have Ryan Myers and Dylan Van Eyck. Those are five guys I really like. But I think that Alabama, just with the way they play, is going to be too hard for Iona to defeat. All right, that sends us back to the top. We both have Michigan against St. Bonaventure. I like Michigan to advance. I know they're down Isaiah Livers, but you know, I still think they'll, they'll find a way to get by St. Bonaventure. Uh, so give me the Wolverines there. Yeah, I agree with you. I think this could be a tight game, and I think it could be where they ultimately go down, but I'm not going to predict that. I think for now we could go ahead and say that uh, they advance to the next round and knock off St. Bonnie. All right, that sets us up. Uh, me up with Florida State against Georgetown. You up with Colorado against Georgetown. Colorado, Florida State. But 
yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say Florida State wins. Uh, Leonard Hamilton's a fantastic coach, and there's so much athleticism on this team. A name to watch here is Sardar, Sardar Calhoun. He's a really good shooter, and he could drop five threes in any game. So watch out for him here. I'm going to go with Florida State as well. Um, yeah, I think the, the run for Georgetown has been fun to see, but I think it comes to an end. Uh, not saying Florida State's the best team in the world, but I think they, they match up well here. Uh, and, you know, they'll be able to take away Quadez, Wahab. So give me the Seminoles to advance to play Michigan. Uh, that sets us both up with BYU against Texas. Who do you like here? I could totally see Texas going down here, but I'm going to take uh, the Longhorns to advance. I just think they have so much firepower on this team, but we've seen many times it just isn't always clicking. And if it doesn't click, BYU could certainly win, but I'm just going with Texas here. I'm going with BYU. I think they're going to you know, play very hot offensively. Uh, you know, Matt Harms can match up very well against Jericho Sims, which you know, one of the reasons – Texas did end up winning the Big 12 championship uh, is because they were able to, you know, I think Caleb Boone and uh, M.A. Moncrief weren't really able to handle Jericho Sims. Matt Harms can handle Jericho Sims. So, yeah, I think they'll take away the inside game. I think they'll hit more threes and make more shots. So I'm going to go with the six over three upset. Give me BYU to advance. Yeah, very fair. Very fair. Right, then we've got, uh, we both got seven seed UConn against two seed Alabama. Who do you like here? Man, I went back and forth on this one quite a bit, but after reviewing it more, I originally had UConn, but I'm going to go with Alabama. Just the way their defense plays, if they're having a bad shooting night, they could survive with how good their defense is, one of the best defenses in the country, but they really cannot, uh, they really can light you up from three they take a ton of threes the typical running gun nato style uh and if they're hitting them with john petty jr javon quinterly i'm going with alabama i just think they're one of the best teams in the country i'm gonna go with alabama as well i think it'll be a really kind of lower scoring i think they'll uconn will try to take away the three-point line for alabama so i think it'll be close low scoring but I think that ultimately Alabama advances. Uh, that sets you up with Michigan against Florida State. We've got Michigan against Florida State here. Uh, I am going to go with Florida State in the upset. Uh, I just think they are, you know, right now with no. Uh, Isaiah Livers, you've got Franz mm-hmm. Wagner, who I think will have to play the four for them, really, against this Florida State team. I think it's a bad matchup uh, to be without your best player, so give me Florida State in the upset. Do you hear my pick, or is my mic muted? It is muted. Okay, I'm going to Florida State. I think I'm, I'm with you. I think that when you look at these two teams, Michigan's just not better without Isaiah Livers. I don't see it. He's a difference maker for that team. He can defend and shoot at a high level, and they're going to be missing that a lot, and I think that that'll be the reason Florida State wins. All right, then we've got, I've got BYU against Alabama. Uh, You've got Texas against Alabama. I'm going with Alabama. 
I just think that when you look at these two teams, Texas could certainly pound them on the inside because Jordan Bruner isn't nearly big enough, as big as Jericho Sims and Greg Brown and Kai Jones. He's way smaller, and so is Herb Jones, but both are versatile to defend at a high level. I think Alabama, just the way they play, is going to cause problems for Texas. I can see Herb Jones having a big game on both ends. I think John Petty is a guy that could live up to the moment and have 30. And I think Javon Quinterly has a big game. And don't forget about Keon Ellis. He's a guy that has played a big role many times this season. I think he will once again here. I'm going to go with BYU over Alabama. I think they're going to get hot. I think BYU also plays a defensive scheme that is you know, set up to take away the paint. Uh, and I think they'll, you know, they obviously won't help off shooters. I think that you, they'll catch Alabama while they're not shooting great. Uh, in which case, Alabama's not going to be able to really score inside. BYU's going to just keep hitting shots uh, on Alabama. So I'm going to go with the upset BYU to the Elite Eight. Wow, I like it. I like it. Uh, then we've got, uh, you've got Florida State against Alabama. Do you like Alabama? I'm going Alabama. I think Nate Oates has really assembled a culture that works uh, with the Crimson Tide. They have so many talented players, and Herb Jones is just such a Swiss Army knife. He can really do it all. I think the difference maker is going to end up being Keon Ellis, but with the size and strength of Florida State, I would not be surprised to see them cause issues because you have Balsa Cooper Vita inside. You have Tenora Ngam who can eat up some minutes inside. Both are over seven foot. And then you just have some pieces that do their role well, like Sardar Calhoun is a shooter that can also defend. Uh, Wyatt Wilkes is a guy that can shoot and defend. MJ Walker was, uh, I think he's a second team All ACC guy. Probably should have been first team. Scotty Barnes is one of the best, like, uh, big guards I have seen in a long, long time. I just, I just think that Alabama, top to bottom, though, I like what they have more. I like their scheme more. I think the Crimson Tide win. I'm gonna go with Florida State to beat BYU. Uh, one, I think coming off a big win against Alabama, I think BYU, you know. This, this will be a monumental upset. They'll get to the Elite Eight. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think their momentum gets stopped against Florida State. Uh, and I'm going to go with the Seminoles. I think, one, they have the length athleticism. Uh, they're going to make it a defensive slugfest. I think that tends to favor Florida State. So give me the Seminoles to make the Final Four uh, first ever in the okay. Leonard Hamilton era. So. Give me, give me floor state. All right, that will wrap it up for our East region preview. Uh, we'll move on to another region in the next episode. Stay tuned. <laughs>